0: welcome to another episode of surviving empathy podcast i am your host brian russell of chef bright comedy and today ladies and gentlemen i want to talk about what living in a modern society is all about and how to uh, decipher the agendas and searching for answers and the right fit for you in ambiguous times What I mean by that is that we're living in times where there's so many agendas out there, whether they're corporate agendas, religious agendas, scholastic agendas, and we have to know cause and effect. We have to know who's in charge of what and why in order to decipher their allegiance. Are they loyal to you or are they loyal to something else? Are they loyal to the almighty dollar or are they loyal to, you know, the the oligarchies that exist out there. At the end of the day, we have a life to live, as Bob Marley would say, and we don't want to waste it barking up the wrong tree, whether that's working for companies and corporations that don't have your best interest, or going to college and schools and different learning institutions. We want to know, do they care more about you or do they care more about their own careerism? You know, unfortunately, I took the scenic route through life, and now that I'm almost 50, I have advice for our younger followers in order to find a life that suits you where you can cut through the crap cake and get past all the agendas and all the things in order to prioritize your life in such a way where you are happy and well-balanced. You have the right career and you have the right set of values. At the end of the day, it's about not being a sucker and stooge in today's society. Unfortunately, we have people on certain political spectrums that uh, think they're so empowered and yet they're actually suckers stooges soldiers to the cause we can't allow ourselves to continually stay outraged for a cause we have to become our own people with our own thoughts and feelings and learn to think for ourselves and learn to identify all this stuff for ourselves thank you guys so much for your friendship and support if you like what we do here come on over to my link tree that's link tree forward slash chef Rye comedy and let's begin Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bride Comedy, and today I've got my wonderful, beautiful co-host, she's the host with the most, please say hello to Rebecca Russell. Hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) How you
1: doing there, babe? Uh, Pretty good today.
0: Good, good, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit uh, worse for wear. I didn't sleep great, I've got allergies. I got that mush brain. You know that mush brain mm-hmm. you get in, in the spring where your brain is like,
1: huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel it's, detached. It's dealing with all the allergens in the air and trying yeah. to figure out what's doing to your body and trying to exactly. even that out. And, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, today's episode is kind of like a continuation of the past couple of episodes. You know, we talked about um, living in a, a modern world how there's so many things coming at us just being bombarded by influences influencers media hype and sensationalism fox news trump and all these lunatics and the, and the fringe left and the fringe right and blah 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 and at the end of the day um you know my my advice was to chill out dude to become a dude's priest and just learn how not to assign so much importance on every little thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, we've got to live lives. We want to have fitness. We want to have career. We want to have balance and control over our lives. And a lot of times I just wonder though, how much of success is actually kick-ass tenacity? How much is it that, you know, your neighbor's a sag writer and uh you just got in good you know what i mean it's, yeah that's yeah. a
1: large part of it for yeah of people. So yeah
0: and so especially when you're up here in the middle of nowhere in the pacific northwest i mean yeah i'm trying to be a voice artist a voice actor i'm trying to be a a producer of a youtube channel and of a podcast and i'm trying to you know do something that i was never taught in my youth which is to fucking believe in yourself and, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. I and to compartmentalize all the things, the asteroids that are bombarding us daily, the the constant noise, the constant distraction, it, it will fuck up your priorities. It will fuck up your mind and your mental health. It will make you feel bad about yourself. And so we exist to sort of say, hey, let's talk about what's going on in our culture and society today. Uh, not in a way that's mean or rude or cruel, but in a way that's thoughtful. But yes, sometimes you have to call a spade a spade, as they say. You have to call out the bullshit when it exists, whether that's on the right or the left or, or just whatever. You know, at the end of the day, we don't say these things to be uh, divisive or hurtful or scornful of things. We say them because um, we're proclaiming our to get our mental health back. We're making a proclamation to ourselves to say, Hey world, I have rights and value too. And at the end of the day, sometimes you have to learn through a very long process, how to mature, how to grow, how to get your mind right, how to get your priorities right, how to have emotional intelligence, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it is not easy. And that's why I I tell you guys as a rule of thumb, assume people out there are fucking crazy assume people out there are fucking stupid it's not to be rude it's not to be mean i know that there are intelligent sentient adults out there
1: but you're not dealing
0: with those folks most of the time you want to speak on that
1: oh yeah it's true i mean there's a lot of people that just don't pay attention to things they don't pay attention to what they're doing how they're acting they're just kind of going through the motions without any conscious thought
0: Well, yeah, look at the way Trump supporters are still marooned by this horse shit. It's all been debunked. We know he's a grifter. We know it's all about the big grift. It's all about his ego, and it's all about this sense of being tough. And look at him. He's losing left and right, and yet you got these Klingons. And not the cool Klingons from Star (laughs) Trek. But you got these Klingons clinging on to dear life because they like his policies. But even Bill Barr himself, the guy who held water for him for two years three years whatever it was it still is and still is but he even said that you can like trump policies and still realize that that trump is an agent of chaos that he does not have anyone's best interest in mind and that he doesn't have the 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 strength or the endurance or the mental capacity to have a a a, a sophistication in 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 his goals he doesn't know how to set forth goals and then accomplish them at the end of the day he, he just got, he's, it's he's he, he, he exists purely on uh you know sinus medicine and 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 ego
1: <laughs> yeah but then again bill barr also hmm. turned around in an interview and said he would vote for him again if well yeah he was the nominee so well, that's if, because... if someone that's looks, quote unquote intelligent yeah Is still going to vote for the asshole. I mean, it just.
0: That's how much Bill Barr hates the progressive agenda. I know. And and, and
1: he's not the only
0: one. Well, and that's the problem, you guys, is that regular American citizens have. If you're consuming Fox News every day, of course the progressive agenda sounds awful. Because two thirds of what you're hearing is uh, bringing fentanyl over the border through mexico and in all the illegal immigration and all the failed cities and all the blah 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 and at the end of the day we know that most of it is horseshit because the right purely exists to capitalize on the headlines and make it sound like it's the left's fault the democrats yeah, fault it's
1: yeah, fearmongering.
0: it's all fear-mongering and a lot of times you have to sift through the muck and the mire to arrive at what the actual story is. And thankfully, we do have an ecosystem in the news where there's a lot of people like Brian Tyler Cohen and Bo of the Fifth Column and even some people on MSNBC and Young Turks. These people, they they sift through everything so we don't have to because how can you digest a gigantic world um, by yourself? You can't. And so you have to learn to lend your trust somewhere and that's the problem is that fox news and the right-wing ecosphere uh has a uh, a trust issue they don't mm-hmm. you know they don't respect their base they don't respect their audience no. and, and so you get what we had with tucker carlson where he eventually got fired he became a liability trying to tell us you know rewrite history and tell us that january 6th was peaceful the whole time are you fucking stupid we saw the tapes what are you doing you know but but imagine if you only were mainlined information from fox news how ignorant and regressive it would fucking make you think about it. it's mind-boggling i know and i yeah i see it every day right i know and well that's another good point And you make a very solid point there, babe, is that um, at the end of the day, I mean, think about the collateral damage that the right wingosphere is doing to our culture and society. You look, I mean, we got a, a shooting every single day now. It used to be every few weeks. Now it's every single day. And they're being radicalized. And what happens is, is that anytime we win an election, whether it's at the local level or the presidential level, the right loves to play defense because they don't have any agendas and except they won the house and they're trying to hold the debt ceiling ransom now for their weird agenda but my point is is that i don't say all this to be hurtful or hateful of conservatives but at the end of the day if you're still conservative despite all the evidence how it's not working uh chances are the problem isn't with the society the problem is with your thinking you guys
1: (laughs) yeah well it's with both yeah. People well, yeah, are, yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, and, and and so what happens is, is that the right, uh, all they do is, is throw out outrage and deceit and uh, mistruths and half-truths and uh, capitalizing on the news in a way that will, uh, you know, satisfy their bloodthirsty base. Yeah. And it's not healthy because now at the end of the day, what happens? We live now in a society where we have to worry about children being gunned down in schools and then we shift the burden of responsibility not on politicians not on legislators not on the gun culture we shift the burden on 9 10 11 12 year olds mm-hmm. think about that it's I disgraceful
1: i just can't even imagine going through the things that kids do these days at that age like having oh gun drills it's and, unbelievable can you imagine yeah i i absolutely
0: cannot understand we worried it.
1: about earthquakes <laughs> yeah yeah and they never <laughs> happened
0: when we were in school yeah. <laughs> and so yeah what happens is that you work at a grocery store now where you've got angry karens angry about everything now would all these things exist without fox news probably a little bit
1: yeah but I mean, not nearly as there, much but yeah it's not
0: well yeah think about it all day every day they're telling people that democrats are costing us jobs the Democrats are uh, the deep state. The Democrats are ruining your chances of uh, college. The, the Democrats are, you know, allowing uh, fentanyl and uh, illegals over the border who are going to rape your children. I mean, at the end of the day, good grief, you guys. I mean, get a fucking grip. <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, I mean, God, man, no wonder they're angry. But there's, it, it, it's sad. Um, Because on the one hand, yes, these people are infuriating. We have to deal with these knuckle-draggers. And I hate to say that because I am not anti-conservative. But what I am is pro-democracy, pro-real freedom, and freedom of or from religion. At the end of the day, I think what we have here, you guys, you know, it came to me the other day, babe. I was thinking about it, and I was like, what is guiding these Wayward souls over there on the right, you know, and I got to thinking about. it. I thought, well, you know, there are a lot of them are Christian, which I got nothing against Christianity. Do I necessarily mm-hmm. believe myself? Not necessarily, but I understand why people would want to have Jesus Christ a religion in their life. I get it. Jesus yeah, Christ is I like, can
1: understand it. He's absolutely. like Fonzie. Of
0: course, I want Fonzie in my life, yeah. but. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's... You know, it, it feels like that, that you've got a choice between no religion or religion and nothing else. And I just chose the option three, which is atheism with spiritualism. You know, at the end of the day, we're still human. We're still trying to wrestle with our feelings. We're trying to have uh, uh, kindness in our hearts and love and joy in our life. And so if Jesus Christ gives you that, great. But I think it's become weaponized now to the point where where I think a lot of these Republican Christian conservatives, um, they believe that God is going to take care of everything, that God is the master lever-puller and manipulator of of the world, of the universe. And so they believe that God's going to handle the gun crisis, that God is going to handle the economy, that God will punish the wicked, blah, 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 right? If God is the master manipulator in
1: all of this, they... It means that they don't inherently believe in governance. Yeah, and it takes any sense of responsibility away from them. Well, it's in God's hands, so. Right, and so. I can't have anything to do with and it. And the reason why they don't
0: believe in governing is because God will handle it all. And so yeah. we'll just sort of be a blocker towards progress. We'll just block everything we don't believe in or agree with. Things like science, things like. Progress and technological progress and uh, teaching kids about the realities of the world. Now you got Rick DeSantis, fucking Rick Centaurum. <laughs> what the hell?
1: Ron DeSantis. Ron
0: DeSantis. <laughs> Thank good grief. It doesn't even matter. It he feels it, like DeSantis. a fictional character from some hellscape anyway. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but my point is is that they, they're removing books from schools only because it teaches a reality about you know, sexual and racial discrimination and the reality of history. And they want to rewrite history in their own white Southern Christian way. And uh, it's, it's weird.
1: Well, and I think a lot Mm. of them too, and I think we may have touched on this before, but so many of them are so like, they're just looking forward to, to the afterlife and meeting Jesus. And so it's, it's honestly like they don't care when it happens. So, right. oh, if these kids get gunned down, it was their time. They're with Jesus. They're fine. Well, yeah, think about
0: the way religion can, you know, affect your life for the good and for the bad. I mean, yeah. and I'm not coming down on this because they're Christian. I'm coming down because they use it, they use religion as a, as a as a stumbling block. It 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 manipulates how they think. It manipulates them to the point where it it almost feels like they don't care when People die or check out of here because Those we're going to have this glorious and, yeah. life in the afterlife. Yeah. yeah, and while that's a lovely uh, notion, I don't even mock that really. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like if you if you got one foot in the grave and one foot in reality, how can you truly live your life and care about change and progress and healing? Yeah.
1: So it makes it so a lot of people don't.
0: Right, and so what because. happens is is that we just. What they would rather do is play the blame game that it's all the Democrats and the atheists that hate everything and hate everyone, and then they turn their base and get triggered by every little thing that they can point to to say, see, they're wrecking the economy. See, they're wrecking cities. See, 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 but it's not. Life is much more complex than that, and they're being fed this, like, really rudimentary story that we can easily debunk and it's just hijacking people's brains. Speak on that.
1: Yeah, it is. It just gives them freedom to not think or not try to press for change because it's all in God's hands and it just kind of takes, it takes away responsibility. It mm-hmm. takes away having to think about things. Right. It just takes away all autonomy because it's not in your hands. So yeah. What are you going to do?
0: And so it almost feels like they don't really exist to be progressive about anything. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when I see a Bill Barr talk about he hates the progressive agenda, which part?
1: The part where we get to make him a rich white man money.
0: Right, right. So follow the money. If you don't know the answer, always follow, follow, follow the money. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And, and the power. Follow the money or the power. Yeah. Or the fame. Or the comfort.
1: And the racism.
0: (laughs) Or the racism. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, I know we talk about this a lot, but I don't think a lot of people really understand at the heart why we're having so many shootings anymore. What do you think it is? Think about it. It doesn't take a fucking genius to see that half the culture is being riled up by triggered outrage culture machine it's a machinery fox news is a machine that pumps and churns out nonsense all day every day to keep rich people to keep poor people serving the rich and to keep middle class people from blaming the brown man or blaming women or or wanting to go back to a time before things got bigger and crazy and yet they think that's liberalism no that's just the world getting bigger don't (laughs) They want to assign everything that's wrong with the world to an absence of God or an absence of faith or an absence of uh, traditional values. And it's like, but where are your traditional values? You don't even care about our children.
1: No, no. And they just they keep people riled up. They keep making sure that there are just an endless amount of guns in people's hands and on Mm -hmm. the street. And then they say, oh, well, we need mental health care. While doing everything they can to block any type of mental they health, they never bills. pass meaningful health care. It's their way of saying, oh, well, we care. And then under the surface, just they don't give a point. shit. And it's they never just do anything about point. it. And, yeah. and
0: so, and I know, see, a lot of people who aren't engaged in politics they go, God, liberalism has become so extreme and mean to these poor conservatives. Yeah. And And it's like, wake up. I mean, you know, it's easy to play the blame game and assume that it's just as bad on both sides. And that's where I think our society is getting a little reckless. Um, And and that all being said, you know, but, you know, this is where a lot of liberals tune out. They go, things are getting so bad, so awful. So they tell the Fox News right wingosphere that um, what we're what we're missing, you guys, is is traditional values or christian values blah 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 all the while saying and doing the least christian shit ever and so yeah we can see through their horseshit and we can see through their manipulation game we can see their fascination with and the desire to just yield the clutches of power without any concern for actual people Mm -hmm. and and yet you know a lot of conservatives they go they fall for this shit i think because um, they've been so riled up. They've been riled up out of their wits. They've been riled up yeah. out of logic and reason. Yeah,
1: Speak about that. A lot of that. times. Well, yeah. that's exactly it. They just get in this this bubble where that's all they're watching and all they're paying attention to, and they get riled up and they get scared and they get just yeah, just in a frenzy. Yeah. And then they're they're fearing everyone that doesn't look like them, that doesn't act like them. It, right. And so what it does is it's it's
0: weaponizing differences. Yeah. And it's taking those differences and turning them into uh, something dangerous rather than something that we can all be tolerant of. And then that's horseshit because, I mean, variety is the spice of life. I got nothing against white men. Hell, I'm a white man. But I do have a problem with old fucking triffs tricking uh, our kids and our society into... Uh, outmoded uh, belief systems that aren't they're that either hypocritical
1: or they're not moving forward yeah, and it just popped into mm. my head just like Tucker Carlson talking about whipping up outrage about the m and m s changing the shoes on the the green m M&M m from yeah. from high heels to to sensible right. shoes things yeah. that people would not even notice have any opinion about. But they turn it into these giant things just to make people angry and well, put them in a frenzy. And, and, and
0: they, that's why we call that social politics. Mm-hmm. There's real politics, the sausage making of legislation. And then there's social politics, which is the manipulation game and getting people to, to either bully pulpit towards or against some
1: bill. And they do that because that way or they can mentality. take people's attention away from the actual legislative stuff that actually means something get them all riled up about the m&ms and they won't notice that they're taking away another right right right
0: well and 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 you know uh, of the fifth column was saying something today even and and he was just talking about how you know you've you've basically traded in your country for a red hat you know at the end of the day these people aren't necessarily the problem it's just that they're just they don't have critical thinking skills and i pity them more than i'm angry by them and so you know i I, i've learned to get to the point where i'm no longer i no longer carry water for the constant outrage of right-wing culture and i no longer carry water for trump and the trump outrage and liberals and liberalism i think they all mean well but they just stay outraged just you know and that again is a form of control where we're being manipulated out of our own lives, our own comfort uh, for this sense of belonging in the world. We're social creatures, we're social animals. They love to capitalize that in in a certain way to where uh, we forget that um, these things uh, don't directly affect us. And so while it can be easy to be saddened and angered in our society with all the shootings and all the horrible things going on out there at the end of the day. um, I do believe that um, we have to learn to be, we have to unplug from the board collective, if you will. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you're plugged into it, you learn about everything. And and, and a lot of people think that the answer is ignorance, but I, I'm just, no, the answer is, is learn how to uh, digest and, and get information without it affecting your life and mental health. You know? Yeah. How would you say we could do that?
1: Well, just stay informed just enough so that you know what's going on and yeah. you're not ignorant of things, but you don't have to be plugged in all the time. Yeah. And that's the problem with the, the 24 hour news cycle is that you, it's too easy it's to just fall constant. into that. And it can really affect your mental health or well, your it, physical health if you get I don't, into that so much. Yeah.
0: And I don't think people are living for themselves anymore. They're living as soldiers to the cause whether it's a left-wing cause, a right-wing cause, or their Christian cause, or we're all crusaders now. And and I do believe that activism is important. Mm -hmm. We are activists, but we also have to act as our own um, best interest. We have to know how to not let the information out there and the outrage define us or somehow uh, manipulate us out of reason. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know what There's I mean? There's got to be balance.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and I didn't want to go on that a lot, but um, but the last couple episodes have been leading up to something that is a central theme that we're having to deal with a lot in today's culture and society. The modern world is uh, turning more and more into Star Trek in terms of uh, com- computers and AI and uh, iPads and all these things. I mean, Star Trek got a lot of that stuff right, and so now, of course, Star Trek had dumped their game because you know when we look at Star Trek from the '80s and '90s, we're like, good grief, you know, <laughs> it doesn't look yeah. technological. It doesn't even look modern enough to be today,
1: mm-hmm. let alone
0: have technologies that can transport yeah. people and create food on replicators and whatnot. But I just mean to say that, um, you know, it's easy to uh, be hijacked away from your own life, your own priorities, your own health, your own mental health. And so at the end of the day, I just think it's it it's important to keep things in perspective. And that's why I we were talking on the last episode about the dude and dudism is how to prioritize how much you care about stuff.
1: Speak about that. Well, you just have to keep a balance and realize when you're getting to a point where things are just taking over, you're thinking too much about politics, it's taking over your life and your, your emotions and you just kinda have to keep a balance of real life, knowing what's going on out in the in the world and yeah. the, it,
0: well. yeah. I have written here things you should be upset about versus things that you have to reconcile with. Yeah. We have to reconcile with the wealthy versus the poor. We have to reconcile that uh, there's a celebrity culture, that there's class systems. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to settle for less, that we have to accept and acknowledge our inferiority. No, but you can't be
1: angry about it all the time.
0: Right, because anger only leads to aggression, and aggression can lead down the path of actually doing something about the problems but it's not sustained in other words you know you wouldn't put the same amount of exertion into a marathon run as you would a sprint a sprint is short fast and powerful and you just give it your all right then and there whereas a marathon takes you know you know tenacity and focus and redirecting your energies and blah 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 in other words when activism takes a sense of grace a sense of strategy and a sense of long term long ball game and that's what was so cool about Obama he was 10, 5, 15 20 steps ahead of everybody else in terms of the long ball game Mm -hmm. he could see the machinations of progress happening he knew it would never happen on his watch but he was setting up some of these systems so that later on down the road people would come to realize that you know maybe it's not right that we're you know giving uh, black people a hard time or that we're giving gay people making such a big deal about it at the end of the day you know it feels like fox news and right-wing culture all they want to do is point out our differences and talk about how they're morally irreprehensible all the while doing morally irreprehensible mm-hmm. shit. yeah <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: yeah and i'm just going to go down the list here because this has a lot to do with uh, what we're talking about today what, what it boils down to is how to not be a sucker in a world full of agendas, full of modern sensibilities. At the end of the day, I mean, most people seem to just tune out and they don't know how to apply themselves at all, whether it be to activism and politics or their careerism or their fitness. They just think, ah, I'm just going to watch The Mandalorian and stick in my world. And hey, I get it. I live in Star Trek universe a lot. But i've told you guys that uh, if i solely relied on a diet of star trek i would eventually it would lead me down a path to depression because you realize oh man this world is probably never going to happen and it's easy for you to go fuck you know this world is totally jacked and 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 so you have to sort of understand how to create real progress in your own real life despite the fact that there's people everywhere pulling us in a thousand different directions, telling us how we have to be perfect, telling us we have to have perfect fitness, telling us how to do all these things. Now, you know, pick and choose what works for you, but at the end of the day, um, there's just too many uh, radio stations out there, With you know what I mean? Like too many channels on the TV, there's too Mm -hmm. much info out there. After a while it becomes noise, and so we all have to what? tune out and self-care. I think that's perfectly natural, but at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that we have to remain
1: ignorant. No, it doesn't at all.
0: Yeah. I have here uh, classy but frustrated. Now, you can be frustrated with the times, frustrated with your job, frustrated with the cost of living, etc., but it shouldn't radicalize you. You use information to find solutions. We don't use this information to make things worse. Speak on that. How do you With your frustration and outrage, how do you channel it into something
1: more productive? Well, yeah, it's hard sometimes because there's not sometimes it just feels like there really is nothing that you can do. So you just have to vote when you can. Mm -hmm. If there's little things that you can do, like signing petitions or attending a rally or something to get that out. Those are options, um, mm-hmm. and then just find things that you can do that you enjoy that just help you release some type of energy and yeah. exertion. And
0: well, yeah. At the end of the day, we are one tiny, tiny microchip in an entire circuit board full of microchips. And at the end of the day, it can be it can get very easy to think that we're uh, insignificant or not valuable, and so people you know rely on that that emotional manipulation to manipulate us to try harder to manipulate us to be fitter or buffer or whatever you know most of the people that you see out on social media that are all muscular and shit they represent less than 2% of society and -hmm. you know I always I'm always reminded of this remember those old episodes of uh, Maury Povich or Jerry Springer where uh, it would say you know nerdy kid gets jacked and now he's gonna speak to his bully <laughs> right and then the the bully like the guy comes up and says oh yeah I knew Jason from high school blah 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 and, and yeah I was a little mean to him it wasn't fair I know and then the guy comes out with his shirt, and rips his shirt off, and he's all muscular and shit, and he's like, <laughs> check me out now.
1: And the guy's like,
0: uh, okay, I'm sorry, we were kids. What the fuck else do you want? I mean, you know, at yeah. the end of the day, people hold on to shit so much, and I get it, but they don't make good episodes of TV because at the end of the day, what is there to, to say other than we were kids, we were, we. I'm sorry, I was a dick, and we, we I grew up. <laughs> yeah, right. But at the end of the day, what I mean to say is, and so the point I'm making is that you know, I don't care if you're buff, you want to have fun getting all fit and muscular grade. I used to do it too. I'm still doing it to a point. but I'm just at a point now where I'm just like, I'm almost 50, dude. I'm never those days are gone, dude. I'm not gonna be jacked anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know? But my point is is that we're being emotionally hijacked by immaturity. You know we all want to seek justice we all care to fight for what's right and so they they the society is manipulating us in a way where all these influences and influencers are are just like you know every day you're just bombarded with people that aren't like you that don't Mm -hmm. share your values or goals they're strangers and and it's easy to get like oh i'm never gonna be i'm never gonna have a huge dick like some people or i'm not gonna have big boobs like this girl or i'm not gonna be super jacked so what those people on social media are the jasons of the world or the people you know the nerd kid who can't get over it in other words you know, if someone has a strong, strong desire to get physically fit, great, fine. Sometimes that can be a really good thing. But at the end of the day, think about how broken they are on the inside to feel like they only can be totally jacked, or they're worthless. Yeah. There's a deeper mechanism of insecurity there. And at the end of the day, I got nothing against fitness culture. But my point is, is if you can't get over the fact that you're not going to always be the biggest dog out there on the field. You got to get used to it. You got to get used to the fact that we're living in a world where there's always going to be someone bigger, better, prettier, stronger. And at the end of the day, so what? We're biological mm-hmm. organisms. We get mm-hmm. older. And and if you want to age gracefully, you're going to have to get real fucking used to being, um, getting older. You're going to have to get real used to all the signs of aging Really fucking fast. And if you didn't develop a personality or if you didn't develop a career or if you didn't develop the things you need to have a full and productive life before you got old, and now you're just sitting there at old age smoking cigarettes, drinking, going, where did it all go? Well, shit, you know, you let go of it. You forgot your priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it depends on what's important to you. And if yeah, nothing's important does. to you, you just got to let it go.
1: Yeah. Well, and the beauty of, of, social media is that if you don't want to see that kind of stuff you don't have to Mm -hmm. you just don't follow or you block or whatever i never see that stuff i see cats and makeup and nail polish and cross stitch and And i (laughs) see
0: it every once in a while because i tend to follow the people that follow me
1: because you are into that type of stuff yeah Yeah, it's my social that extreme yeah 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 Mm -hmm.
0: and sometimes i just see things that i just shake my fucking head yeah or I see conservative mentalities. I'm like, why are they perpetuating this idea that Joe Biden is a dawdling old fool? We just went through four years of Trump, motherfucker. Jokes on you, dude. I know.
1: <laughs> the guy that was so proud that he could recite what was it like man woman man TV, TV <laughs> camera <Yeah>. camera whatever. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm so smart. I can yeah. say five words in a row and I can remember it ten minutes later. Okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's what I have here is I have the manipulation game. Playing on your feelings, insecurities, and misfortune. Um, uh, We're turning people into messiahs and we're turning influencers into like, you know, you take this uh, this Andrew Tate guy. No offense, but I'm buffer than he is right now having not worked out that much.
1: Oh, he's just... he's And he walks around so
0: serious and uptight all the time, butt clenched and dude... I'm sorry, but if you're an
1: alpha male, you don't talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Shh. Just be. (laughs) He's not walking around very far now since he's on house arrest and he's (laughs) got out of jail. But But my point is is that
0: these fools, now that we have media, we're in the age of media and influences, uh, we're giving the microphone to the wrong people. Good grief.
1: What's going on there? And it's a good and a bad thing because it allows people that maybe couldn't have had a voice in the past that got out very far. Well, yeah. to be able to like like us us
0: with this we think the right thoughts we say the right things we're trying to come correct we're not perfect by any stretch but we're trying to teach people that you can be progressive without being a giant weirdo or pussy about it you can just be a person first be a conservative or progressive second Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) yeah and understand a greater utility in Uh, uh, just uh, best practices when we create a society for good for people to have the proper life balance the proper job balance the proper you know that's like you know the right poo-pooing on the fact that you know uh bernie sanders says he wants to have a 17 dollar an hour minimum wage uh for, for starters and then to reduce the 40 hour work week to 32 hours and you got people working these shitty jobs la- laughing at him like
1: how dare you why are you carrying water for the corporations dipshit it's speak just, on that it's just brainwashing and right. I do not understand it It's yeah. just, they just get fed this nonsense over and over and over again it just seeps in and they just believe it now we gotta carry
0: water for the wealthy and class and they
1: will fight against with Fight with everything they have against things that would make their life better. Yeah,
0: right. And that's yeah. what I mean is that you know progressives, true progressives, aren't fighting for the culture war. They're fighting for a world that resembles maturity, peace, life balance, yeah. <laughs> security, yeah. etc., uh, having a safe space. Uh, affording rent affording uh, jobs and and, 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 healthcare right and it just gets so easy to keep people distracted with the red meat and all the outrage and all the trigger stuff that's the social politics Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I just don't think Republicans actually care about people no, especially their own people
1: oh yeah no they're just a means to an end right and I I hate to
0: say that because like I said it's not to pick on people it's just the truth no it's absolutely the truth yeah well here i have written the celebrity agenda the political agendas social conformity religious agendas uh normalizing obedience you know i talk about bucking the system you don't have to become radicalized to understand that the system that we accept we allow ourselves to be to to normalize things that aren't fucking normal. And believe me, human beings are the weirdest fucking creatures on the planet Earth. It's never going to stop being normal. So at a certain point, we do become sort of I don't know, uh, desensitized to a point of the weirdness out there. But at the end of the day, sometimes that you know, makes us complacent to the point where we just... We're normalizing obedience to systems that would never, ever care about us. So how do we remain active in our priorities to stand up for middle-class americans working-class people while not being you know buffoons like the right wing sometimes who laugh and scoff at a a better minimum wage and a better standard of life for who not just people that make less money than them but them they don't see the fucking importance that when we Mm -mm. when we raise morale and when we raise standards it will eventually come around to you. People are always offended. Oh, my God. Gas station workers are going to make almost much as I do. Yes, but in five years, you'll be making $5 more than that. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't see how progress works. No. Or like <laughs> the
1: people that say, well, why should a, a fast food worker make as much as a paramedic? Well, how about push for paramedics to be paid what they're worth instead of... Well, that's why I got out of it. I know.
0: I was making $12 an hour Mm -hmm. looking at the kind of shit that you only see in your fucking nightmares. Yeah. So I quit. Why? Because I couldn't deal with, you know, it could be very gratifying some days, and some days you were just, you knew someone was going to die, or you saw things that you couldn't even dream up in Mm -hmm. your worst nightmares.
1: So instead of pushing for everyone to get raised up, they try to stomp down the people at the very lowest tier of things and they right. just don't see how it's rich people mm-hmm. pitting poor people against each other yeah and it's all engineered to be that way it's or all they, engineered right, or were right. you know corporations mm-hmm. well if this bill passes then prices are going to go up well yeah they artificially go up because you because they want
0: to scare you into thinking they
1: scare you and they will don't right. see
0: that well especially when you have corporations who are in league with the republican party because they're the lobbyists mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I know. It's like my friend who's like, Obamacare is going to raise my private insurance only because they're going to artificially raise it for mm-hmm. a while to scare you.
1: Yeah. And if people <laughs> just, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if they just give it time. Those artificially raised prices aren't going to last because they're not going to be getting business. Right, they're going to be losing money. So eventually, right. it's going to go eventually down. Eventually, they have to go just... back to their old shenanigans. And, and that's the thing: yeah. things take time, and people expect instant gratification with everything. As a result, days. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and that's why I was saying, you know, the celebrity agenda, the political agenda, social conformity, you know, the corporate agenda. In other words, what I'm getting you guys to try to think about is how, where do you you know, what is your place on this earth? Do you want to be a fancy pants doctor? Great, fine, we need doctors. We don't need the arrogance, but we need mm-hmm. doctors. Yeah. Uh, if you're contributing to the field in a good way, an appreciable way, great. We need college graduates, sure. But my point is this, is that schools, the media are all owned by corporations. Their bottom line is the green. They don't care about the human factor. Mm -hmm. And so they don't mind getting a little fast and loose with the truth when it comes to, hey, come to culinary school. Turn your uh, passion into a profession. You'll be making 60 grand in five years, bro that's what i was taught yeah nah Mm -hmm. didn't Mm -hmm. happen (laughs) glass ceilings everywhere and then i became so good at my job that guess what nobody wanted to fucking deal with me i was a i wasn't a pretentious prick but they thought i was going to be Mm -hmm. and they didn't realize that being a chef is just being a skilled cook that you have a few tricks up your sleeve you know it's it doesn't make you a jedi it doesn't make you a, a perfect person but but there was such a stigma of the word chef that I started calling myself a cook because I couldn't get jobs otherwise. Nobody wanted to hire a chef yeah. because they didn't wanna you know, have to pay you better, right? Mm-hmm. So I would just call myself a cook or a you know gl- a glorified cook. And then I'd get the job and then sometimes it worked out, but sometimes it didn't. But my point is is that schools, college, everything has an agenda. Uh, I, I might've told this story before, but. When I was in culinary school, um, I got to be friends with the president of the school. He was a nice man. And then, um, you know, the school got uh, bought by Le Cordon Bleu. Now, it was a Le Cordon Bleu uh, accredited school, but then, um, you know, he no longer had personal private stake in the business because he personally had some percentage of ownership. And when it, So, when he sold the rights, his whole demeanor changed. He no longer sat outside with us while talking. His friendship with us just sort of abruptly ended. And I felt like he was taking advantage of us. I thought he was this like really good man who was hanging out with us, kind of like, you know, the wrestling coach or the gym coach, you Mm -hmm. know, the football coach, just hanging with his people, you know. And then I come to realize that all he cared about was cha-ching the, the yeah. grain the bread
1: mm-hmm. the money
0: and uh it, you know it'll make you jaded but at the end of the day i just was like huh lesson learned you know i thought about quitting culinary school because i started to see the realities of how much money i might make or not make the drama some of the actual hardships of being a cook um because a lot of the standards aren't met you know unless you go work for a major uh, company or you would go work for a like a like a really posh uh, hotel or something, uh, there's not a lot of great standards of pay or standards of treatment. And so there are no unions for restaurant workers. And so at the end of the day, um, I almost quit. But then I was like, I might as well finish. So at least I have this diploma, this degree, something I can be proud of. And so now I'm not a cook professionally, but... I've got this nice, pretty diploma that says Le Cordon Bleu. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I say that all just to say that there's agendas in everything. And, and sometimes you just have to wake up, you know, some days and go, what do I care about most in this life? Do, is it careerism? Is it money? Is it uh, success? Is it fitness? Is it relaxation? Is it whatever, you know? And then you start building your life accordingly. Speak on that, please yeah some people just want to have kids and have a big family and they do it and they're happy for it and and some of us that don't exactly know where we fit into all this we we go through a million bad jobs and a million bad schools that's what i did i didn't know Mm -hmm. any better nobody taught me how to know shit until i learned it myself through i took the scenic route to success i'm still looking for success but the difference is is that I've grown a lot of wisdom in that. I've learned the agendas out there. And and I think a lot of people would probably just have an easier time of life if they didn't have to do what I did, which was go through every bad job, go through every bad school, go through, deal with every bad boss and and deal with every bad friend. At the end of the day, I, I think when you know yourself and you find yourself early, uh, you save yourself from this despair and heartache and uh grueling uh, horse shittery, <laughs> of having to get there if you just know yourself when you're young
1: but who does that oh yeah well, mean, we don't I, know sh- right. i still don't know we don't I mean, always entirely know who we want to be just, or what we want that's just right. life like right. yeah like you said some people just know from the get-go they want to have kids they want to have a family yeah. and they follow through and they do it but yeah i think most people aren't that sure and they don't know exactly what they want to do and life is just a series of trial and error and learning who you are and learning what you like and it's that's life well and
0: that's what I mean by agendas is that I'm not saying when you're making life choices whether where to work or where to go to school I'm not saying be jaded about it I'm saying just know the agendas ahead of time so you can uh, discern whether or not it's right for you if you know that you're getting into a field that's just corporate and cutthroat and you know you're going to hate it but the money's right and oh my god i want to be this power broker etc you know you better know yourself you know some people can deal well, with that and some that's, can't
1: that's why i <clears throat> want there to be more affordable or free schooling that's yeah. why i want there to be health care that's good health care for everyone because people shouldn't have to be Stuck with something the rest of their life because they went to school and then they realized they didn't like it or they have to be stuck in a job because that's the only way they can get good health care right and it's just me like it, you what? <laughs> but yeah and it's just a way of controlling people and it's right. just it it doesn't give people the freedom to be who they are and do what they want to be and that's what they want it that's how they want it they want to be in control of everyone and it's just who who do so you mean unfairish. and what do you mean by that I think it's it's people that at the top, that are rich. They want to be in control of right, people. They right. want to have that those people saddled with debt so then they can't do anything except work a job so they can pay their debt and they can't think about anything bigger or loftier oh, yeah. or higher. When I worked
0: at Lowe's in Washington, the HR lady turned me in to the student loan people. She was getting paid, probably, mm-hmm. conjecture, but she was probably getting paid to turn people in because everyone who was working at Lowe's who had any kind of student debt. Now I've got it all handled now, but at the time I didn't. And she was turning people in, making a little side hustle profit by turning people in so that uh, the student loan organizations could catch up to these people and garnish their wages. So at the end of the day, that's my point, you guys, is that not everybody shares our kind sensibilities. There are gonna be people out there who have no problem throwing people under the bus for their own needs. And uh, she seemed like a nice enough lady, but the more I got to see underneath those cold dead eyes, she's a corporatist, she's a capitalist, and she's probably yeah. a Republican motherfucker is what she is. Mm-hmm. She don't give a fuck about people. what she gives a fuck about is punishing the wicked. And there's a lot of people who use religion and the constitution to not seek justice, but to reign superior and hurt and punish those who they deem mm-hmm. wicked and that's the oh, yeah. problem with intolerance is that religious people a lot of them are very tolerant but there's some who've been hijacked by these uh, mentalities to assume that everybody's a moocher or everybody's a sinner or a heathen it's like good grief all the while just kind of doing really horrible corporate shitty things and mm-hmm. so yeah i'm not saying that she uh, necessarily was a you know criminal but she certainly had no druthers um turning people in for her own gains and that god you guys i'm telling you we live we live in a world full of weird shit and that's why you know i got out of i was going to be a police officer when i got out of the military and the more i thought about it i'm like oh god i'm i'm too i'm too peaceful i'm too uh hippie liberal i'm too yeah uh i smoke pot i i just this isn't gonna work out you know because that was back in the days where smoking pot
1: <gasps> cough
0: smoking pot
1: <laughs> well probably, it's still probably that way yeah well no i know but yeah. i just mean to say it's legal now so yeah but probably not the stigma is not as yeah. much but i'm sure it's still in there. that profession i'm sure it's sure yeah but that's
0: why I chose against. I mm-hmm. I, I knew myself well enough to yeah. go
1: well. As much as I love,
0: you know, that feeling—the military feeling of camaraderie, of strength, of training—I um, knew that I was going to have to give that up for something better, which is freedom yeah. and comfort and mm-hmm. happiness. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's kind of why I, I think I lean towards Star Trek so much. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, you you look at the old episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation and Uh, Captain Picard. He's this, like, stern, proud man, and there's all this, you know, sense of uh, pride, and this sense of uh, command, you know, he's got this presence, right? And uh, Star Trek really helped me do well in the military, because it taught me how to have a command presence, how to Um, be above the influence and to how to take life seriously without taking it so seriously that you you know kind of burn your motor up or you get scared or nervous or whatever i mean at the end of the day i think most people would do so much better in life if they just let go of all their fears and insecurities you know we got nervous around bosses we get Mm -hmm. you know military i used to get so nervous around these colonels oh god it's a colonel like, right. oh god, yeah. you know yeah. and now i'm just like i don't give a single shit dude like you know cop pulls me over hello sir i, I don't kiss their ass yeah. i'm not mean mm-hmm. that's a bad idea <laughs> yeah. people who are rude to cops oh that should work out <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what i'm saying is that at the end of the day it just takes time to figure out that you can buck the system without being a radical that you can Mm -hmm. call out the horseshit and the nonsense in a way where we're still productive easygoing citizens i just think everybody is willing to sacrifice their mental health and their stress levels for some cause they're so outraged yes i am absolutely profoundly triggered by gun violence uh as a second amendment uh Guy, I I can appreciate the Second Amendment as a former soldier myself. I grew up with hunting rifles in my house, um, but at the end of the day, I don't see the need or the utility to shoot poor uh, defenseless animals, and I don't see the need anymore to uh, own a gun unless you're in some sort of uh, life situation that uh, requires. Uh, you know uh, defense in other words if i felt threatened i would probably own a gun Mm -hmm. but i don't um but i do believe in the second amendment but i do also believe as a former soldier and ammunition specialist why on earth do we need assault rifles in a society where we have deer rifles you're not going to shoot a fucking deer with a machine gun it would turn into yeah. Beef jerky. It so would turn for, into shred. So
1: it's for recreation. Mm. But why is your need for the thrill of shooting an assault rifle for fun outweigh the, the need of people to be able to go places without feel safe?
0: Being scared all the time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's nonsense. It's not mm-hmm. a good argument. And mm-hmm. so that's all we're trying to do is I got nothing against conservative people, but when you're well we're willing and able to carry water for bad arguments and bad people, um, I, 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 I'm not seeing the Christian part anymore.
1: <laughs> right, you true. know.
0: But social conformity. You know, we've talked about the agendas. Yes, there's everybody's got an agenda. Even MSNBC, as liberal as they are, they're owned by general it's a, electric it's
1: a corporal liberal agenda. it's a corporate, corporate liberalism corporal. right i can't talk. corporal <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's a corporate liberalism which means it, yeah. it can't truly be progressive bit, yeah. it's tempered by mm-hmm. corporate interests, yeah right but that doesn't mean it's entirely evil it just no. means that we have to know the new the minutiae of everything right. when we're making decisions about our politics when we're making decisions about where we want to work etc etc mm-hmm. et you know you know that's why Glassdoor, the website is so important you need to go peer in to glass door and see, do I want to work for this company? Are they kind? Do they treat people with dignity and courtesy? Or are they a bunch of fucking fascistic, uh, corporatists? We got to know these things before putting our foot in the water. Is it going to be toxic or not?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Before we change the subject, just one more thing, just to round out that topic, religious agendas. See now, A religious agenda could be just to get more people into the church. Hey, I got no problem with that. But, you know, uh, I can't help but think that, like, you take, like, Raphael Warnock, a Democrat, talking about the gun violence. He just spoke on the House floor a couple days ago, and he was just very practical and pragmatic and saying, Hey, you know, I love God and Jesus, too. I believe in freedom, too. But good grief, at what point are we going to start... You know, doing what's right for our society and culture, and and um, you know, I just happen to think that he's so smart. It makes me wonder whether or not I'm sure he's truly a believer, but there's got to be this little part of him that knows the limitations of God, right?
1: Yeah, one would think, and You'd that's think, why he's yeah. saying
0: we have to act. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a lot of Christians believe that you know you can't take away free will, and that's the problem with a lot of christian conservatives is that they're not trained in christianity right they're not trained in knowing the constitution right and they're not frankly trained in uh, morals and ethics right and so at the end of the day they just they weave this tapestry of quasi uh, mor- moralist stories like tucker does that you, and then you 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 sit there and you try to think about it and you go and your brain explodes Ugh. it's like glenn beck a yes got a there's the point a Point B, therefore, jump the shark, mm-hmm. I believe this. It's like, whoa, 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 your argument took a fucking detour here. And yeah. that, that's a problem with conservative logic. It's circular, it's circular logic. And so at the end of the day, I just want people to become better critical thinkers on the left and the right and just in general in society. How do we hold all these systems accountable if we don't know how to ascertain objective reality?
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's a good question. You know, yeah.
0: I'm. I don't even care if you have more to say. I just need that to be known. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my point is, is that um, uh, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean your brain has to be hijacked. And it's nice to see someone like Raphael Warnock, who's not completely drinking the fucking Christian Kool Aid. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can believe in all these things, burning bush and all this craziness. Fine, whatever they're meant to be fables and stories to teach a moral lesson they're not meant as a a cudgel or stumbling block so that we forget how to do things for ourselves. and Mm -hmm. yet you see these christian conservatives they just it's like it's like they don't believe in doing anything themselves and yet they call themselves the the people the the independent thinkers and the you know pull yourself up by the bootstraps doers and yet they Mm -hmm. do nothing what's going
1: on here they yeah i mean they're they're in their positions of wealth and power so that's all they really care about mm-hmm. and then they try to make people feel bad for not being able to get to that level all the while making it impossible for people to get to that level it's oh yeah just it's, big game. it's just death. it's just you kill yeah. the competition
0: before they're big yeah. enough to succeed yeah that's what they believe in mm-hmm. yeah what i have here when to act and when to acquiesce we've talked about the outrage yes anybody with half a brain would and should be outraged. But I don't let these daily shootings uh, fuck up my own personal life. I've learned to unplug from the Borg Collective because if you don't unplug a little bit and have your own independent sentience, you will always be rattling off what other people say and think and feel rather than forming your own sense of peace and control in your own life. So speak on that. How can we be uh, live in an outrage uh, culture where we can be outraged and triggered, but still somehow compartmentalize it in such a way where we have some lasting mental
1: health? Well, you just said it. You, you have to be able to compartmentalize it and you have to make sure that you actually live your life. And that's not the only thing you're thinking of and don't let it take over and just, balance you have to be aware of things but don't let it take over every waking moment of thinking and being right
0: right now when is it time to act act and when is it time to acquiesce and what i mean by that is is that gun violence is at a fever pitch we're all seeing it and most liberals and progressives are like very fucking perturbed and sick and tired of it I know I watched Lawrence O'Donnell last night, and he was just like, you damn right I'm fucking outraged, right? And, and we all should be. We should all be horrified by what's going on in our culture today. That's, that's a given, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, um, we've got so many problems in this world that we have to contend with. We can't lose our cool. We have to learn to strategize, and we have to learn how to act and how to acquiesce in other words you know when trump was telling his um proud boys to um yeah i don't really care because i don't want to you know i don't care to to normalize it but mm-hmm. but i just mean to say that he told his proud boys to stand ready or something like that something to that effect and yeah. and, and basically they they're soldiers to his cause um of racism and tyranny and quasi-fascistic totalitarianism and i you know it's unfortunate that we have so many hateful points of view in our society but my point is is that if you're a conservative and you're not a racist um you have a fucking moral imperative to either become an independent or to fight for a better party Mm -hmm. and so you know at the end of the day my point is simply that um we're all being glamored by the media and social media. We're all be- we're social creatures. How do we unsocialize long enough to care about our own lives and our own interests, even though the media sphere is out there always screaming in our
1: ear? You just have to know when to turn it off. Right. And, and when it's time to vote for change and vote for making things better, make sure you vote and make sure you at least know enough to, to be an informed person voter and make informed decisions about things
0: well you know a lot of leftist liberals the 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 woke liberals the very very liberal and i'm very progressive too i get it but the difference between me and these younger people is that they're outraged because we're not outraged enough and they think that that there's a complacency in people and i agree with that there is the urgency of now is fucking now you guys So how do we, you know, have the urgency of now while still acquiescing to standing tall, standing firm until it's time to act? In other words, we're outraged by what happened with Roe versus Wade being overturned. We're outraged by the mass shootings. We're outraged by the constant uh, dismantling of our uh, systems by Republicans. And we should be outraged, but at the end of the day, how do we use that information in the long run? Because like I said, that's what they're doing is if you blow your load right now, nobody's gonna vote when it's important, when it's time, the timing is important. How do we time our outrage just right so we make the most impact in our culture
1: well, and society? You have to do it when there are elections coming up and when there are people that are running that are absolutely fascistic and, and trying to trample mm-hmm. over rights. And you just have to make sure that you make sure that there's attention on it, like you said, at the right time when there is an election (laughs) coming up. Yeah. When it is going to make a difference, when it is going to matter.
0: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, You know, the thing I've learned is that, you know, all the, you know, these right wingers, they've got the right idea in the sense that they don't want the deep state running things. They don't want all these college graduates and all these scholastic scientists and people telling them how to live their life. Right. They've got the right idea, but the problem is, is that they think that there's some kind of liberal collusion. Like we're all, it's like all black people know each other. No, they don't. And not all liberals know each other either. Why do they, you know, they're taking, we're using our society. They're trying to say, you know, cause I think what it is, is this right wing culture, is not on the right side of the policies and probably not on the right side of history but and so 80 to 90 percent of everything out there appears liberal (laughs) where they like to say a lot of these technocrats in our government are oh well they're doing it because they're colluding you know in the deep state it's It's all it's all conspiracy in other words they're trying to rally people up to to believe that all us liberals, we just all know each other, and we're all we all got this mission to destroy them. Uh, what is that?
1: Well, it's all projection. I <laughs> mean, it's them out there saying that there's people, mm-hmm. there's dead people voting, there's voter fraud, there's this and that, and ninety nine percent of the time it's them. <laughs> yeah, so if you yeah. hear them talking about shit that's happening and they're blaming it on us, yeah. look a little deeper into them and their party and what they're doing because most of the time it's projection.
0: I don't know why, but you you look a little bit deeper. That reminded me of that song. I know you'd like to think your shit don't stink, but look a little bit closer. It smells like doo-doo-doo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just, Where <laughs> our brains go. I know. It's so funny. Oh, but you're right. No, I, I think you're right. Um, and if
1: they're talking about people trying to, to push agendas, it's, it's them. It's well,
0: and, and yeah, and my greater point is is that I think right-wingers have the right idea with being patriots. They have the right idea of America coming first. They have the right idea of all these things. But it's becoming weaponized where it's no longer useful. In other words, America first when it comes to jobs. America first when it comes to quality of life. America should take care of America first, just like I say with people. You know, put on your own oxygen mask first before you start taking care of others. We have to... Uh, learn how to take care of ourselves before we start taking care of everybody else. That all being said, America is, you know, uh, the biggest, strongest superpower in the world. They have the most money. They have the deepest pockets. But, you know, we're weaponizing uh, information to say that, oh biden doesn't care about the border and notice how great the border security is when trump was president and how awful it is now even though literally nothing has changed yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so my point is is that i think uh, conservatives have the right values but they don't have the right
1: instincts in theory not well in theory yeah
0: yeah yeah well that's what i mean is that they, they 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 claim to be the Christians, and yet they do a lot of weird things that aren't very Christian-like. Yeah. They claim to be patriots and Americans, and yet they're highly aggressive, highly volatile. They're against volatile. voting.
1: They're against equal voting. They're against right. equal rights.
0: So what What but do you think just... Half. What is that? Is that just a desire to punish the wicked that they want to take away rights because they think somehow they're... They think this fascistic point of view is... Uh, they're immune from it somehow?
1: I don't... I don't know. I honestly don't know. The people that they're cajoling and hoodwinking into voting for all this stuff. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> so they, they trick people into voting all into all this stuff that they don't realize is going to come back and bite them in the ass. Yeah. Like they just they don't realize that the fascism it, at some point it's going to affect them. Because well, as long as it's affecting the people that they think are that they're against it's right. fine but
0: they don't understand that when you normalize fascism or nazism or any kind of thing where you start taking away rights for some and not others mm-hmm. and you pick and choose the winners and losers they somehow think that they're going to end up the ones at, at the top little do they yeah. understand that eventually that might come around to, to focus on i mean, them. if
1: you're if you're poor it's going to come around mm. and bite you yeah it's they yeah they just don't understand it they They rail against
0: food stamps and you know my friend is a conservative and he just loves getting assistance when he needs it because he's deserving because he worked hard but those moochers they shouldn't get Mm
1: -hmm. it like
0: first of all you don't know other people's lives exactly and and second of all who the fuck are you to claim that your work and your value is more important than Some Latino. And there's Mm -hmm. something inherently racist about it, too.
1: Well, there is. And the thing that Mm. I've noticed working at a grocery store is, you know, people are always railing against, like, illegals getting... And I hate to use that word because it's horrible. Yeah. But that's, you know, they're the ones uh, abusing Mm -hmm. the system and getting food stamps and this and that. Right. It's completely the opposite. Yeah. In reality. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's all these white bread losers who can't get a job.
1: Which fine i think everybody should have food stamps i think everyone should have assistance well everybody should have
0: minimum a minimum basic standard of life yeah because when you remove that hustle mentality you remove a lot of the conflict Mm -hmm. and remove a lot of the aggression you remove a lot of the hateful competition that i think teaches bad values yeah well and, and well if we lived in a culture that had less people and more people could get good jobs at google and more people could get real careers rather than these phony baloney bullshit jobs like the grocery store no offense to people working there but they're phony baloney jobs they're placeholder jobs mm-hmm. if we could get actual careers i would be all for their them getting rid of food stamps if we could guarantee a minimum standard of existing but we but can't, we can't. They don't and so, want to no. yeah so make your case i mean conservatives will say well that's that's why you're a liberal. And that's why you're... Mm, mm. And yet they claim to be Christians well, where we should clothe thing. and yeah. feed people. I but- mean,
1: sorry. I think people shouldn't have to worry about shelter. They shouldn't have to worry about clothing. They shouldn't have to worry about food or health care. Well,
0: and, and I do feel like that basic... Uh, allowance will probably never happen we'll never get quite no. progressive enough for that but you know like when I when we talk about um, Bernie Sanders a lot of people are like where's this guy coming up with all this stuff I'll tell you where Europe mm-hmm. it's standard in Europe yeah. to have good health care mm-hmm. it's standard in Europe to have a college education and it's standard in Europe to have a basic standard of living speak on that
1: (laughs) well i mean yeah and i don't know i honestly don't know enough about specific countries and things to to speak on it a lot but but yeah that's where a lot of the ideas come from there's there's countries that you do have a a ubi universal basic income and Mm -hmm. that's just to make sure that there aren't people that are on the streets that can't afford shelter it's just it's just, hu- it's a humanitarian way to live as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, well, especially if you're going to call yourself a Christian. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. call me weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and getting back to the main topic. The main topic is living in modern society, the agenda, searching for answers, and the right fit in ambiguous times. How not to be a sucker. Hint, their plans don't include you learn to think for yourself now what i'm trying to say is is that if you meet the right people the right friends the right places you you might forever like the cast of uh, star trek the next generation they found a friendship and career in that 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 really changed the trajectory of their entire existence and Mm -hmm. they're profoundly grateful for that so when it comes to celebrity culture i don't think every celebrity is evil i just think that People shouldn't be making 50 million a year when some people are dying in the streets we, we can exactly. equalize that a little bit
1: oh 100 mm. you know i mean <laughs>
0: it shows our wayward priorities as a culture yeah. when patrick stewart makes you know six million dollars a movie or uh, brad pitt or whoever uh, makes all this money and 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 it's not their fault it's the game not the player yeah. hate the player not the game mm-hmm. And and so, but a lot of people want to blame Metallica for being filthy rich. Well, be be a better band well, then, it just makes isn't me that think what about... they, don't they love the free market? Yeah. Well, and it just <laughs>
1: it makes me think about the the writers' strike that they've been. I don't yeah. know if it's actually happened at this point, but I haven't heard. I actually saw a meme. There was like, oh, the director is saying, "Well, I only make this amount." The the main actor is saying, "Well, I made this amount." The producer saying, "I made this amount." And the writer saying, "You got paid?" <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. The whole As a writer, core I relate to Of that, yeah. movies is mm-hmm. the script, but then the people that are writing these things. They're are the least valued for some nothing. odd reason. Yeah. You know why that
0: is? Because they're not
1: they're not the face of it. They're not they're the not. face. Mm-hmm. They're not on the
0: set. Yeah. They just hand over a script and then it's out of their hands. And we tend to that's what I mean. Is that our society functions. Kind of like that show Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe. Mm-hmm. He's trying to show people that don't crap on the people that make our society function. Yeah, When you absolutely. do that, it shows your priorities or your lack of priorities. It shows mm-hmm. your lack of ethics. When you care more about the face of TV than you care about the brains of TV. Yeah,
1: and that's what all of society is. like. Right. The restaurants, the people mm-hmm. that are in the back cooking and the people that are waitressing and being the waiters
0: that's right they're the ones that are keeping that
1: running the people Mm -hmm. working at the grocery stores the people working at the fast food restaurants the people if all these people were just all of a sudden not there what are all these rich assholes gonna do or even normal people yeah
0: well the reason why i got out of cooking is because there's no minimum basic standard you know if they had a lobby or excuse me if they had a union and mm-hmm. we could lobby for better rights. We could lobby yeah. for better pay. We could lobby insurance. for better treatment and insurance. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, I just, the non-standardization of our culture and society, that's what I'm trying to say, is that the future might feel a little bit more conformist, might feel a little bit more, I don't know, regulated, et cetera. And all these Republicans love the absence of regulations. But you guys, these are the guardrails of, <laughs> that prevent yeah. catastrophe. That mm-hmm. prevent people
1: from you know from going
0: and slipping through the cracks.
1: Well, and they did like yeah. You just brought up regulations. Mm-hmm. They they cut regulations on like railways and safety. And look how many railway incidents there's been in the last year.
0: Right. And so my point is is that I love a free society, but creating regulations are guidelines. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't want your conductor on the rails drinking. I'm pretty sure there's a rule against yeah, that.
1: You want some regulation when it comes to the food that you get in the grocery stores. You want, right. like we get recalls because there's been something happened in a factory. So now everybody knows about it and can remove those products. If that mm-hmm. wasn't a thing, yeah, they wouldn't be removed. You'd be getting sick. Well, There's got to be some regulation. You have to have order. And that's yeah. what I
0: mean. You know, I wrote this the other day kind of fits in here a little bit but i i just said here um oh where did it go darn it okay uh i post too much star trek stuff i would apologize but i don't think apologizing for wanting a better more emotionally intelligent and peaceful society with greater dignity order and good outcomes is something to apologize about no exactly <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I, I mean at the end of the day you know I have nothing against people getting fits. I have nothing against people who spend a lot of their time. You know, I have a friend who's trying to get sober and he cares. All he does is share fucking gym memes.
1: Mm -hmm. Fine. Yeah. Well, exactly. Some people don't get political. Fine. He's not judging other people that aren't that way. Right. It's just his journey. This is my journey.
0: That's your journey. But
1: there's no judgment and there's no expecting everybody to be that way or looking down on people that aren't.
0: Exactly. And that's the thing that I'm getting tired of in our culture is that we don't have enough trained brains to identify the difference between reality and somebody just trying to push an agenda to manipulate and push your buttons to keep you angry and Mm -hmm. outraged. And so the the right wing is creating a culture of hatred, uh, aggression, volatility, and instability that cannot endure and yet they are half of the country and mm-hmm. yet they are probably 80 percent of the problem that's not to say that we don't still have a long way to go into creating systems and perfecting this uh, experiment the american experiment and capitalism we can there's so many th- things we can do to better it but god imagine how much more we could get done if half of the country would just come along
1: mm-hmm. i know fuck it's so frustrating because you can mm-hmm. it, it just seems so simple and so easy to see what would make yeah. things work and make well, things equitable. They and have a
0: just... distrust and disdain towards the Democrats and the liberals mm-hmm. because they've been taught that we're the enemy, that yeah. we're against church, yeah. that we're against reason, that we're against morals. Uh, you know, and that's the thing is like all day every day they're going to say, "We're right, and all day every day we're going to say, no, we're right." And we can prove it. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And And when they try
0: to prove it, they, I don't know, they, they, their, their arguments are weak at best.
1: Yeah. Well, when like bringing up the argument about raising minimum wage, there's people making minimum wage that will fight to the death against it. But how, how hard is it to see that if people make more money, they're going to spend more money. They're going to put more money into the economy. Yeah. I'm not an economist. I'm not great at math. But it just makes sense. I'm not a magician, <laughs> Exactly. But
0: yeah. I, I don't know. Well, it's
1: just mind-boggling and so, so frustrating. Yeah,
0: and so that's what I want to end on today. Because everything I scanned over here, and I think we've got a pretty good understanding of where we're at in our culture and society today. And, you know, I, I know it's, it's maddening. I don't, I don't want to get angry at my conservative friends. Yeah. I don't want this to become a... Because that's what they want. You know, one of the shooters yesterday was wearing a patch that
1: said... um, RWDS. Right Right Wing -wing Death Squad. squad. In other
0: words, they are trying to start a culture war of shooting anyone that doesn't think like them. Right? And it's dangerous. It's, it's, It's tyrannical and it's madness, right? That all being said, they really do believe because of Fox News and Trump and all these liars lying their ass off every day, um, that, that somehow their freedoms are being stolen from them, and they're so angry, and yet they're incorrigible. They're uncontrollable. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because I don't think all of them are bad people necessarily, but they are being weaponized, and they are becoming the major problem in our culture and society today. And uh, you know, not a lot of people make that connection to all the madness going on right now. To being mostly about the Republican Party and their wealthy donors, they don't see how the connections are, and that's why people say, "Oh, you're so mean to to conservatives, Brian," or "You're so the media." It's it should
1: be both sides. They should hear what I don't say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that when you're educated in these matters, you know the cause and effect, and yet you can't always get young people or people who aren't you know quick to learn new information how do you get these people to understand that the fight has been going on since before they were born Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah i i don't know yeah well and i shudder to say that i think the majority of our problems in our country today have an indirect um are indirectly or directly because of donald trump and maga and extreme conservatism and some of the um agendas over there when it comes to gun control and the lobbies with the nra um but how can you deny it you know i don't mm-hmm. like saying that and so uh, i think a lot of people now are getting discouraged not just liberals and progressives but everyone uh, the right are are thinking things are much worse than they really are they think there's all these vast conspiracies against them but what really it boils down to is that we don't think like you it's not that we're on the progressive side for be just like you like you think it's a team or something i would gladly let you in to our brain trust if you could figure out that we're not against you we are for best practices. We want better jobs, better lifestyles, more peaceful and gentle and more order and control. And sometimes you have to sacrifice a tiny, tiny bit of freedom for order. Speak on that.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like... Not a ton. Yeah, exactly. Nothing meaningful. Not like the fascism (laughs) that they want. Yeah, right. I mean yeah there's just there's got to be some rules. Well, they just
0: want to punish the wicked and it's whoever they decided yeah. is that week
1: yeah i mean <laughs> there's got to be some rules and some order and yeah that's just how society works i mean mm-hmm. i i don't even know what to say it's just... yeah no it's madness <laughs> um
0: but i i say all this to say that i don't like saying that a good chunk of the problem is you know, the right-wing ideological toxicity. But how can you not see it?
1: And that's not
0: to blame our friends and relatives who are conservative. You know, um, we just got rid of the cable box. Um, We live here with my mom and my aunt. My mom is a a progressive. My aunt is a Fox News viewer. And I wasn't going to, you know, I told her, we are getting rid of the cable because of cost and expense. Not because of any other reason. So I want you to be happy. I want you to find your Fox News and we'll do what it takes to get what you want. In other words, I have no problem with my aunt. She told me, she's like, I live a very sheltered and sequestered life and uh, I I like watching live television because it makes me feel more connected to those people in real time. And I get it because I'm an only child. I grew up, you know, kind of liking live radio live television myself because yeah you feel connected to those people in that time i just wish to god i could get her to see the lunacy of of some of their rhetoric right okay. <clears throat> you got uh, governor greg abbott after a whole bunch of shootings and he's trying to turn every story now is somehow manipulated into we need more border security the the, the shooter Most of the time, nine tenths of the time, it's some white dude, right? And and then the one time it's a Latino, they make it a, you know,
1: a a problem with huge issue to push their agenda. Another
0: opportunity to push their awful agenda against Latinos. Yeah, and so when I see black people who work for Fox News or black conservatives. It's not that I want, you know, I'm a freedom-loving guy. If if you feel very strongly about that, fine. But I don't understand the utility of it. Why It feels like the agenda is to pull back the freedom and, and, and values and love of black culture. And yet, you see black people on Fox News perfectly willing to talk, talk, talk for the white man, the white agenda... Uh, because they're making enough money to do so. I I just, I don't know. It feels to me quasi, like you're turning on your own people. Mm -hmm. What do you think?
1: I absolutely agree. (laughs) I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, like, did these people just grow up in white, upper-crust families, and they just don't relate to the plight of real, actual black
1: people? I think they grew up rich, yeah. Yeah. So that just that's what they know. They know the corporatism and the money. And Pretty the... sad
0: when a poor white guy, or a poor white girl like us, can relate more to the black plight than than a black person themselves.
1: It's yeah, weird. I know. It's just, I, can, I mean, yeah. not economics, but it's uh, like classism. And yeah. It's just...
0: yeah. Well, I wanted to end the show today on the fact that, you know, a lot of this became political, and I didn't mean it to, but My point is is that there are agendas out there. They're not all right-leaning or left-leaning necessarily. Sometimes the corporate agenda is just a wealth agenda. They're like the Terminator. They just want to, you know, create as much profits as they can in each quarter. That's the agenda. And when you know that, you can sort of temper your expectations or temper your reality around the fact that you may or may not want to work for a certain corporation, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, um, I don't mean to speak ill of the conservative In terms of people. We're not talking about people. We're talking about attitudes that aren't sustainable. We're talking about people who aren't sustainable. We're talking about the radicalization and weaponization of information in such a way that uh, they're trying to roll back progress and change. I know change is scary, but not all change is coming from this liberal bastion. (laughs) But they love pushing that all day, every day into the minds of these older folks. Hey, I'm getting older, too. They say as people get older, they become more conservative. No. No. I got way more liberals. <laughs> I <Yeah>. got older. <laughs> um, but, but my point is this, is that conservatives are a fucking problem. You're a problem. <laughs> Couples retreat. You're a problem. <laughs> I'm not trying to point the finger here, but you're a problem. <laughs> but my point is, is that... Um, <clears throat> you know, it's easy to feel discouraged right now because the political winds are discouraging. Um, But I don't know, call me crazy, but the accumulation of just how easy it is to read the tea leaves when it comes to gun violence and shooters and making the connections of who's wrong and who's right, I don't know. Feels to me like the Republican Party just needs a good shellacking until they find themselves out of MAGA, out of ultra-conservatism, and back into you know democracy again
1: what do you think well i think with the way it goes these days they get a shellacking and then they claim fraud and they claim mm. this and that and uh, i don't know do you think that'll ever go it. away i don't know it's just this extreme yeah part of the party that's coming forward and well i think I some think of the more tempered
0: republicans are sick and tired of yeah. the crazies you know
1: shitting in the pool yeah i don't think <laughs> it's sustainable but for the time being it's it's really difficult
0: well and my point is is that if you care about love if you care about progress if you care about kindness i know it sounds cliche but the democratic party yes they're too corporate for my taste that's why i don't identify yeah. as a democrat but we do have a capitalist structure and we have to understand the realities therein but you know Liberals in Europe think that we're way too moderate. In other words, most of the left in America, for me, isn't left enough.
1: Oh no, not even a little bit. It's not bit. because I want some social.
0: It's not because I have some socialist agenda. No, I do. It's that I see countries like Norway and Sweden and etc. They have college tuition for everyone. They have Medicare for all. They have better high-speed rail better technologies and they have a more educated populace that does what creates less conflict and hardship in our society we we we're a country full of dipshits and and they're all shitting in the pool and now nobody can get guess what nobody can swim in the pool because republicans fucked it up they all shit in the pool time to go home what do you think am i being too
1: harsh no you're not being harsh enough Okay, well, tell me. What can we do? I don't know what we can do because yeah. people are too stupid to figure it out. Yeah. And they keep voting against their best interests and they keep putting these people in office. But and- don't you
0: think that maybe, I mean, because I think the silver lining for progressives is that there's a lot more of that us than there are of them. Because the the squeaky wheel gets
1: the grease. There are, but now you have all these people in power that are doing the gerrymandering. They're right. They're advocating for armed people at voting places. They're right, advocating right. for making people's well, votes not count. harder I feel it like red states
0: are always going to be the last to figure it out. And so, if you can help it, don't live in one. I hate to say that, but you know, I don't. I think you know, we have a great friend that lives in Oklahoma. And she says there's big pockets of gay and trans people and that most of the time nobody gets hurt. And and so I'm not I know there's smart, intelligent, good people in a lot of these red states, but they're not evolving fast enough for my liking. And that's part of the reason why I stay on the West Coast is because of California, Oregon, and Washington uh, speak to my sensibilities. And at the end of the day, I do believe that in our body politic that Republicans will get tired of losing eventually,
1: won't they? I mean, maybe they'll win in local races in the state level, but... But the thing is, they convince themselves mm. that they didn't lose. <laughs> yeah. And then well, January 6th happens. So I don't have I know, a but, lot of optimism But don't you think
0: eventually it. all that will sort of play out if they just keep losing? In other words... I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's a lot more losing ahead, and I don't know, maybe I take some delight in that. Oh, because, I do they, too, because but- they, well because it's gonna distill the party and it's gonna push out the crazies and the dummies and hopefully they'll get back to um real governance again and then from there hopefully we can again have a left and right wing a conservative and liberal agenda that um you know compromises and builds infrastructure again
1: i'd like to see that happen but you have to have the Get the Kevin McCarthy's out of there that are selling everything and making the Marjorie Greens in control. Oh, I agree. He, I agree. So I don't know. I don't but see it ha- happening anytime
0: soon. I, I know soon. what you're saying. I know what you mean. But I just, I don't know. When I see how things were in 2008 with Obama and I see how things are now, um, gosh, there is a groundswell of progressive ideology. And I think people are sick and tired of the phony baloney moralists, the phony baloney freedom lovers. Who say they love freedom, but then do fascistic things?
1: I would love to believe that, and but we just have to make get those people out of power because they're yes. the ones that are pushing the January sixth and the election fraud and the voter fraud. No, I, agree. The, so I agree. I don't. I, I.
0: I think the more that liberal voices are lifted, and the more mm-hmm. we start showing the uninitiated that yeah. this is not a both sides thing, that it's not equal on both sides. One uh, side you may prefer over another, but there is only one party that is going to the extremes, and that's the Republican Party. Yeah. And and I think people are starting to grow wise to that. I, I do think so. Because they're and saying think, the quiet they, part out loud.
1: Well, and I think young people are going to play a big part in that. Yeah. Coming up. I mean, look at years. Tennessee
0: and look at, you know, I don't think mm-hmm. Republicans, the old school Tennessee uh, white oligarchs, I, I think they're being shown... The, for the the crocodile tears and the two-facedness that they really are yeah
1: i think so and i it's think just, in it's the just end it's not happening fast i know for me. that's, that's right i know well that's why
0: we say in oregon <laughs> yeah a, i know A safe space yeah. <laughs> yeah well at the end of the day i mean that's really all i have for today is i just want people to understand that you don't have to live your life as a soldier for the cause we're not doing any of this for liberalism we're doing this to <clears throat> Fight and educate, and and hopefully arrive somewhere closer to sanity, order, and reason. You know, the and and yes, it's gonna take time in some of these places like the red states that are just double, tripling down on their shameless bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. That all being said, I mean, isn't it kind of nice though? At least that Donald Trump exposed all this because they used to be quiet about all this Mm -hmm. we always knew it was there but we couldn't prove it to the uninitiated and now the uninitiated are going ah i see it
1: (laughs) yeah no but it it did bring a lot out into the open that yeah and it might accelerate the process because of that well i've talked a lot about young kids
0: not being smart enough i don't think that's the majority no i think there's a lot of dumb shits in this world yes but i do believe that um there's a lot of intelligent young people coming up who are going to surpass us in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. their voice to, mm-hmm. to move the needle on progress. So I don't know. I guess I'm trying to be a hopeless optimist. But my point is, is that, you know, hopefully all these lunatic fringe things happening, the shootings, etc. I think it's going to get to the point where we're just not going to be able to ignore it anymore. I know it seems like it's never going to change, but we thought that, you know, a lot of things wouldn't change and yet they've changed, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cannabis is legal, you know, there's others. Yeah, no, I know. yeah. <laughs> but I just mean that social issues, you know, sometimes we, you know, it's like Bo, the fifth column says, sometimes we have to fight for an idealized world that we'll never get to enjoy oh, yeah. because we'll be dead before it happens. Yeah. We have to fight for progress now so that, we get the best we can as quickly as we can. And, yes, it's frustrating because, yeah, some people are just never going to get it in our lifetime. It's like,
1: fuck. Yeah.
0: You know, but, but at, the, at the end of the day, I mean, look what's happening with Dominion and Fox News and losing Tucker and losing all their money. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a nice time to be a progressive, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I mean there are things happening. <laughs> Trump, he yeah, <laughs> all like, his he, shit, you know, all like his that failings case today. The Eugene Carroll case went against him. Yeah, but then at the same time, like, okay, he lost this civil suit. Like he's being sued up the ass here and there yeah, and everywhere. Yeah. But he can still run for president. Like well, what the fuck? I,
0: don't, I mean, if he wants to lose again, I say go for it. I know, but still, <laughs> I,
1: it's. <laughs> I
0: know, I know, it's weird. Well, and we don't know what's going to happen between now and then, though. Oh, I, I mean, I know it seems like that's the likely scenario, but anything could happen. That's what's so. I know. That's that's what's scary about our world, but it's also what's interesting and fascinating about politics, and that's what keeps me glued to the news because I want to know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, where's this going?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and but th- things are. <clears throat> it does look like things are turning, but at the same time, there's just so much bad shit still happening. Yeah, no. In
0: the meantime, too many people are dying. Too many people are suffering. I get it. No. And, but that's my point, you guys, at the end of the day, you know, if you care about something, stand up. If you don't want to work for corporatists and tyrants, don't do it. In other words, if you care about having a big family, great. But, Make sure you're not living on, you know, food stamps, raising seven children. I mean, you got to take care of your ducks in a row, put your ducks in a row before you start, you know, realizing the life that you want. I think too many people just, oh, I'm out of high school now. Oh, this guy's cute. Oh, I think I'll fuck him. Oh, shit, I'm pregnant. Oh, now I'm a family man. (laughs) Like people don't think their lives through anymore because, you know, I get that's a part of nature, but good grief. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think?
1: I, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Couldn't people know. think
0: it through before they just start
1: doing think, things? Well, yeah, but too many people don't. Mm. Yeah, but I. Don't yeah, I don't
0: hate them. It's most people. I mean, it was my mom. My mom was that yeah. person. <laughs> well, yeah, and at
1: the same time, like I think, yeah, food stamps should be available. I mean, oh well, no, of course no.
0: I, I didn't mean it because of no, that. No. I just mean that if you want a big family, though. Um, poor families don't get to enjoy family as much as people with money because oh, no. you don't get to relax and enjoy a good house and a good
1: environment and because it's educated that way, non violent,
0: yeah. in a good neighborhood, picket, white no, picket fence.
1: Yeah, because I just mean it's made to be that way. That's well, I
0: agree, and we've got a long way to mm-hmm. go, but you know, don't give up the fight, you guys. Nope, that's what it boils down to. Yeah, um, anything else, babe? Do you have anything more to say on the subject of? know because at the end of the day what we're talking about here is how to see our self and our place in a world going off the rails that it gets easy to lose your cool and lose your focus lose your identity how do we maintain all that in a
1: world full full of stuff yeah i don't know (laughs) (laughs) just you just have to pay attention enough so that you stay informed and and vote when you can and do what you can and Try to be on the right side of history. And hold your
0: rage for another day. If you're outraged by what's going on, don't go taking it out on the people out there in the supermarkets like these right-wingers do. Take your outrage out at the ballot box. Mm -hmm. Vote. Get out and start coalitions. Get out and find like-minded individuals who care about what you care about. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess the world's going to shit, but I guess I'm just kind of, sort of, relieved that at least it's out in the open now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. People are seeing what That's, it is, at least. Yeah, Because yeah, I, I remember
0: how thinly veiled all that was, the death panels under Obama, and we're like, really? You know, that was the mainstream Republicans before MAGA saying outrageous shit. Yeah. So it was only a natural progression that they would become more extreme,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just that it got way too extreme under Trump because he's a lunatic, Yeah, and his brain is mush, and these people's brains are mush, and they don't see... They see what they want to see, I guess. Yeah, you know. Yes. They and I, do. I don't want to see these people hurt. I want to see our society turn into something more emotionally intelligent. Like I said about the Star Trek thing, just a more emotionally intelligent, emotionally mature society that can think for itself and that can uh, enjoy, love, and peace, and you know, appreciate our differences without starting a bunch of problems. Mm -hmm. You know, you go be a right winger. I'll go be a left winger. And uh, I won't shoot up you and you don't shoot up me and we'll agree to disagree without being disagreeable. And at the end of the day, if you care enough about something, make sure to fact check it before you become outraged and don't take it out on innocence. The end. And know your voice and know your role and know your rights and learn to vote and just stay the course and stay an activist and keep caring about what you care about and be the best gosh darn you you can be <laughs> it's not yeah. rocket science
1: nope yeah
0: anyways thank you baby and thank you guys for another episode of surviving empathy podcast we are ticking talking down to the final uh, last episodes of surviving empathy podcast we're going to be opening up a brand new well it's already open please do subscribe to the YouTube channel, it's called Chef Bright Comedy. That's where we're gonna be doing a lot less politics and a lot less long-form podcasting uh, uh, so that we can do videos that are shorter, more digestible, where we can talk about various topics in a way that get to the point right away and so people learn and grow and communicate. We can share and talk about and start a community of people where we can talk about what are best practices, what is the best solution, when it comes to our culture and society today. That's what it's all about. It's about expanding your mind, expanding her her horizons and being comfortable and happy in your own skin and your own shoes and to learn to be empowered despite the fact that you might have some mental health setbacks. That's what this is all about. It's what it's always been about. And uh, we thank you guys. We thank you for your friendship. We thank you for your support. Rebecca and I just celebrated our 13th wedding anniversary. How do you feel about
1: that it's crazy it is
0: crazy because our life has been nothing but a crazy shit show yeah pretty much (laughs) but i don't know together so there's been a grace and dignity in it all and uh i'm just very grateful for you
1: yeah same
0: and uh we're grateful for you guys so stick around we'll be back next week we are going to have a few more episodes left we still have to tackle a few uh subjects that i want to get to before it's all said and done and then we will Uh, do the YouTube channel, it's going to be quite a shift, quite a change. I don't like showing myself on camera, but I believe that uh, our resolve and our concern for society and just producing the best, darn happiest, kindest life you can create for yourself, it's worth the discomfort of just doing that. You know, I I want to show people who we really are and what we care about and how we all can just sort of grow into a better, kinder, gentler society who's a little more... uh, mature a little more emotionally intelligent and a little less uh, radical and crazy and off the rails and uh i know people are angry and frustrated these days i get it i get it on left and right i get it but we can't resort to violence and we can't resort to radicalism we have to you know distill it into something meaningful and useful you know yes absolutely yeah anyways you guys we'll see you next week we love you goodbye bye bye